When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Bombshell Business Podcast, where driven women in business learn how to become more bold, brave, and unwaveringly confident. Feel empowered and challenged through inspiring stories and tell it like it is advice for business, life, and leadership. Welcome back, Bombshell. I am Amber Hurdle, your host, and I'm thrilled that you're hopefully back with me after having listened to last week's episode, because this is uh, like a two-part series, if you will. So go ahead and listen to this episode, but I want you to go back and listen to episode number 107, because last week we talked about the five things to leave behind in 2021 so that you can make space for new and better things in 2022. Now we're diving right in. This might not even be a full 30 minutes you know, I'm not exactly like completely on target with this landing the same way every time. Who knows? We might go 45. We might go 60. It's wherever. I'm like a Baptist preacher, y'all. It's where the spirit leads me. So um, last week we talked about before Christmas, which it was last week, before Christmas, our parents used to say, or we said to our kids, clean out your toy box, set aside all the toys that you no longer play with, that you never find interesting anymore, whatever that looks like that no longer serve you. And let's give those away so that we can make space for the new and better toys that Santa Claus is going to bring you this year. And that's what I wanted you to do last week as you were traveling for Christmas or had downtime or whatever. I gave you five things that I wanted you to go through so that you can clear that out and make space for the new and better things for 2022. And if you're listening to this in the future, then, you know, you can do this really, truly at any point throughout the year or any year henceforward, just pretend like we're not using actual, um, dates and and years. Okay. So today we're going to cover the five things you can establish for a successful new year. So last week, five things we're getting rid of this week, five things we're going to establish. Meaning if you decide on these five things, it gives you both inspiration and practical direction so that you can tackle your new year in a way that supports who you want to become. You hear me say that all the time. Like, who do you want to become? It's not about ticking things off of a checklist or necessarily, um, you know, having a bucket list, a bucket list helps you become who you want to become. You want to become more adventurous. You want to become more cultured. You want to become kinder, whatever those things are for you. That's what life is all about. Not about doing things, but we also want to accomplish things because it helps us on our path to becoming right. So those are the things that we want to talk about. And I've gone through this process more years than I can count. Like I honestly, I was trying to think about what year I started this. I know that Brittany and I started one of these, gosh, she was probably like in the third grade and she's 25. So, um, I mean, when I say I go in the way back machine on this process, I do. And yes, they work. So my years don't exactly always go according to plan, but I always end up grateful when I focus on these things. I always end up grateful to 
be able to experience the continuous progress afforded to me year over year. And so many people say like, Oh, Amber, you're, you know, you've come such a long way. You're an inspiration, all that kind of stuff. And I'm just, I'm here to tell you, sister, listen here, bombshell. You have your own story. You have your own obstacles. You have your own visions and everything. I just got for whatever crazy reason I got handed the mic, whether it's on stage or podcast or whatever. And, and so I'm going to use this mic to speak this life into you. Okay. To share with what has worked for me. Yeah. I went from knocked up at 16 years old. Yeah. I went from working four jobs and now I have really a, a life I'm grateful for. Is it perfect? Absolutely not. Am I super insanely grateful for it? Do I get to do what I feel like I'm called to do every day, absolutely. And so I want you to take this seriously. I'm going to go through each of these things. And then if, you, if you're not for all five of them, cool. It's a buffet. Take what you want and put it on your plate and leave the rest for somebody else. Okay. Nobody's telling you that this is the way it is a way, all right? Like anything in life. So these five things, I will also give you the example of what mine is for the new year. Um, just because it's easier to think about things when, you know, I might say, and you'd be like, oh, I want nothing to do with that. And that contrast will give you some perspective on what you might want, or you might think, oh yeah, that I kind of sort of want something like that. And it'll just kind of help you get some ideas of what speaks truth into your existence right now. So let's get started. Here are the five things that you can establish for a successful new year. Number one, I want you to pick your word of the year. Now I have had so many of these over the years and I was not struggling, but just really trying to decide what is that word. And actually Brittany, Brittany, my daughter, who I read about in the bombshell businesswoman, um, <clears throat> she, she gave me a better word. And it's funny because it's a word I use frequently and it's actually one of my spiritual gifts. So if you've ever done any like spiritual gift assessments, mine are discernment and hospitality. My discernment is really strong, like remarkably strong, really crazy strong. It's especially strong with other people and with situations and environments. But because of the past two years that I've had and go back and listen to old episodes, if you want to get into that, we don't, we won't get into it today, but I've had a really rocky couple of years. Like I'm still a mighty Oak. I'm still grounded in my personal power, but man, that Oak has been swaying. The storm has come. And, and sometimes you just lose your truth sometimes when you're going through difficult seasons. So the, the one, the one word I thought it might be faith and y'all know I'm not religious, but I am deeply spiritual. I grew up Christian. I consider myself a Christian, but maybe some Christians wouldn't consider myself a, or wouldn't consider me a Christian who knows. So the word I think is discernment over faith because faith is more about believing in something that you cannot see. Discernment is, you know what? Let's, let's, let's live check this word real quick. So there's some speakers that are so snobby about this stuff. And they're like, don't give definitions. Well, words matter to me. Yeah. So the ability to judge well, and in a Christian context, discernment means perception in the absence of judgment with a view to obtaining spiritual guidance and understanding. So discernment is the ability to obtain sharp perceptions or to judge well. In the case of judgment, discernment can be psychological, moral, or aesthetic in nature. 
Discernment has also been defined in the context scientific, normative, and formal. So I think discernment is being able to look at a situation and judge, doesn't have to be a bad word, choose, decide upon if that is a good thing or a bad thing. So when I've been going through the uncertainty of constant change. And if you've ever heard me do a a workshop or a a webinar or anything on the change cycle, there are some shaky areas in there that we have to move through in order to get to really integrating these changes into our lives. And as I've gone through that, I have questioned my own discernment. Like, is this really the best decision? Cause I was having to make new decisions about everything all the time for two years solid. I mean, it is exhausting. I will, I will forgive myself for that, but I, I mean, I was frustrated with myself. And I know that that is a gift that God gave me. And so I just feel like the minute I think about this, this is a good decision for me. And I can trust that because God is having me lean into that. And he's given me the discernment to make that choice. I think that is more to do with it than necessarily faith. Cause I've always believed that God's got my back. I've always believed that I'm going to be okay. You don't make it through what I've made it through in life as a teen mom and moving through the craziness that I've moved through in my life without faith. Maybe you do. I don't see how I would ever get that done. So I think the word is discernment for me. That is, I'm going to trust my own judgment and not, not lean on other people or other experts or whoever to help me make choices. I'm going to trust that God is going to put in my spirit, the right decision to make. Um, as I have recently with amazing, amazing results. I mean, even I I talked about this a couple episodes ago about really just coming back home to bombshell. I mean, hello, (laughs) that was a huge decision. Um, I knew that I would look stupid to some because we went from bombshell to velvet machete to back to bombshell, but you know what? It is what it is. And that's the choice that I made and I feel great about it. And we've got nothing but rewards since then. So awesome decision. Pick your word of the year when you start to feel like things are getting crazy or when you have to make a choice, or is this good for me? Is this going to move me towards my goals or away from my goals? Think on that word. Don't try to think on all the things. Just think on that one word. Does this align with discernment? Am I being discerning right now? Maybe your word is simplify. Maybe you need to downsize or you need to declutter or you need to simplify your business model or you need to simplify your life to strengthen a relationship, whatever that is. When you think about like, is this choice in favor of simplifying? Am I simplifying things right now? That's just one word you have to keep up with. Okay. So speaking of simplify, I also want you to pick a mantra for the year. So I shared this with my team because we are, we've been everything to everybody for two years now, as we have moved through COVID and we have had to say yes to a lot of things that maybe, yeah, I'm great at, I mean, I can do them, but that doesn't mean that that's the highest and best use of my time. I'm not necessarily operating in my zone of genius. And it's hard to do things repeatedly well over time when you're spread very thin, doing lots of different types of things. But I'm proud as all get out that not only Did we survive COVID, which took out my industry of speaking and also the industries that we served and we remodeled the business and and kept things going? I've actually added to my team. I've actually added to my tech stack. I've actually added to my vendors during this time. We've actually grown during this painful time. So I'm, you know, no 
no complaints for what we've accomplished. But now moving into 22, our mantra is simplify to amplify, simplify our systems, simplify our offerings so that we can do more for the people who want those things, as opposed to having a complicated type situation and doing less for the many, if that makes sense. Okay. So first you want to pick your words. So you just have one word to really focus on when you're making choices, when you're feeling down, when you're feeling excited, that's what you reward yourself with. Like I've practiced discernment in that area and I won, I am on track. Number two is to pick your mantra of the year, whatever that is, some slogan, just do it, simplify to amplify, whatever that is for you. Maybe it's something one of your parents used to say growing up. I don't know what that is, but pick something that is going to be your guiding principle for the year that you can repeat to your team that you can put on your mall, on your wall, you can put on your bathroom mirror, or maybe that you could put like on your phone, make sure that that is something that you're constantly thinking of. Again, it's, it's like a measuring stick. If I am making this choice, if I'm involving myself in this, does that help me live this mantra? That's going to be hard for me because I'm a complex woman. (laughs) I'm not a simple woman. But I know that that my discernment word of the year is telling me that I need to simplify to amplify. So those things are going to play together. Number three, pick your song of the year. Okay. So many songs over the years. Um, One year I had, um, oh, let's see here. Last year was Oceans, um, which is, Oh, I forget what that group is. It's a, it's a spiritual song, but, um, let me read you the, the, the lyrics to it because whew, man, I've played this on blast, uh, throughout this year. And, and I make a play, I usually make a playlist just to extend it. If you're an overachiever like me, I make a playlist and my song of the year is the first song. And then other songs that are kind of in that realm are also in that. And I wear that playlist out all year long when I'm traveling, when I'm getting ready in the morning, I listen to it, listen to it, listen to it. I listen to all kinds of music. Don't get me wrong, but I probably listen to my playlist five times a week for an entire year. I'm not joking because the, the songs I'm a, I'm a drummer's kid. I'm a musician's kid. I grew up in a musical home. We literally had a music room where my dad's drum kit and a piano and all the musical stuff was in there. So music speaks to me. Maybe that's not for you, but for those of you who are musically inclined, then you might want to consider this, but, um, oof, I'm, I'm going to get teared up just even reading this, but you got to listen to last year's lyrics. Now, if you know my last year, if you're a regular listener and you know, the poop storm I've been through and really having to say, I am willing to accept the consequences of whatever I have to release in order to step into what I am called to do. It was painful, painful to accept the loss the rejection on so many different levels. I'm not just talking about one. I mean, just like multiple levels, accepting that this can no longer be a part of my life because that part doesn't accept this part that's moving towards this direction that God has called me to do. So my theme song was oceans subtitle where feet may fail. You call me out upon the waters, the great unknown where feet may fail. And there I find you 
in the mystery in oceans deep, my faith will stand and I will call upon your name and keep my eyes above the waves. When oceans rise, my soul will rest in your embrace for I am yours and you are mine. And this bridge, oh, y'all, if you know this song, mm-mm. okay. Spirit lead me where my trust is without borders. Let me walk upon the waters wherever you would call me. Take me deeper than my feet could ever wander and my faith will be made stronger in the presence of my savior. And y'all, I lived that song this year and I can say that I went deeper than my feet could ever wander and my faith was made stronger. And, and I'm so blessed to know where I'm going and to know that I am operating in a power that is so far beyond myself and a purpose that has absolutely nothing to do with me and everything to do with the people that I serve. And the indignant attitude that I have about where I'm going now is the same indignant attitude that I had when I was laying on that delivery table, giving birth to my child saying, this child is going to have every opportunity that any child not born to a teen mom will have when she graduates high school. The end, that attitude got me through raising Brittany as a teenager. And that is the same spirit that I am moving into 2022 with. And because I listened to this song on repeat, I listened to it this morning. This song has gotten me through now. <clears throat> let me say that, uh, 2022 song, it's a little bit different, it's a little bit different. Um, it is <laughs> touch the sky by Kanye West, <laughs> so, a little, a little bit different, right? All right. So, um, let me pull out some lyrics that really spoke to me in the song. Um, and one of them is I'm trying to write my wrongs, but it's funny. Them same wrongs help me write this song now. So um, this is a great song. First of all, it's just such a jam. It's so hype. Uh, this entire song was written by Kanye West or Yeezy or whatever he goes by now because he wanted other people to have the confidence that he has. Well, you know, I'm all about confidence. In fact, I take it a step further. Yeah, I want you to be confident, which is a temporary thing, but I want you to have personal power. And so when I think of anybody, like ain't nobody on this planet, like Kanye West, more than Kanye West. <laughs> but if you really know him, you know, he's bipolar, you know, there's this whole backstory to him. He's a fallible human. Um, he's actually, I think from my observation, what I know of him, actually a very tender person, um, a very emotional and artistic person, which is why he is such a creative genius. But when I read that lyric, I'm trying to write my wrongs, but it's funny. Them same wrongs help me write the song. That's failing forward. That is turning your losses into lessons. Have you ever heard anybody say that before? I don't know. Did you read it in my book? Do you hear it in my keynotes? Do you hear me beat that drum over and over again on this podcast? Absolutely. Um, also, you know, just the, the, the whole chorus is I'm sky high. I'm sky high. I'm sky high. Yeah. Keep it rolling sky high like that. Like I am, I'm, I'm done with surviving. We are going sky high now. Like I am, I'm out to do this thing. Okay. Again, nothing to do with me, everything to do with what I know is out there that is needed. And I'm going to go out there like the warrior that I am sky high. Nobody's going to stop me. 
there, there's nothing to stop me. So watch out people. And then at the very end, he says, it feels good to be home. Baby feels good to be home. And that's how I feel with bombshell. I feel so good to be home. Like I get it. You get it. We speak the same language. We have our own like dictionary. Women want to be a bombshell. We want to be bold, brave, and unwaveringly confident. We've had the poop sandwich handed to us. We've, we've gone through me too. There's such opportunity out there. We still have our challenges and we have to stick together. Y'all. I know feminism is such like an ugly word and people don't want to be identified as a feminist. All that means is you want equity. That doesn't mean that you have to wear a vagina hat. It doesn't mean that you want men to be like stomped out. I am a daddy's girl. I have three brothers. I have a 19 year old son that I want to have every opportunity in the world. I am a feminist that I just want equal opportunity for women as men get. Okay. And so men are our allies. I have tons of male mentors. The man who wrote the man who wrote (laughs) my forward was such a pivotal part of my becoming. And I I would never tear down a man to elevate a woman ever. Okay. So when I say that there is a feminist movement out there, you don't have to call it that. If that word freaks you out, don't call it that, but just know that the bombshell movement of women stepping into their personal power, well, that's coming for you. And it feels so good to be home. Okay. So um, I'll try to remember to link to that in the show notes. Now, whew, we're only two in y'all. And I got to get to go because I got to meet somebody for dinner. All right. Pick your word of the year. Pick your mantra for the year. Pick your song of the year. And then this one, y'all know, I, I, I'm going to link to a whole episode I did on it. Okay. Creating a vision board. And you're like, oh, that's just silly. Does those really work? Mm-hmm, they do. <laughs> I don't know how I just know that where your attention goes, your energy flows. And when you look at your vision board every single day, um, typically I put one on my bathroom mirror. Um, I put this is this year's is on my phone as my screensaver. I just make it in Canva. I print it out. I put it in my office. I put it everywhere so that I can see it. And I'm reminded of what it is that I'm working towards. What is it that is crucially important for me this year so that I'm looking at it every single day. I'm thinking about it. Cause you know, you're like, oh yeah, that's right. There's that goal that I had. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, if you're not, if you don't have a visual around it, if you're not staring at it, y'all, let me tell you what I did this year. I don't even know how big it is, but if you're watching on YouTube, I'm, I've got my arms out about, I don't know what is probably, we're going to say three feet this year. I'm such a girl. <laughs> I'm not great with measurements, maybe like two and a half feet by three feet, somewhere around there. I had it printed like Canva will print things. I had a poster printed and I have it on my wall in my bedroom. Benefits of being single. (laughs) Nobody, listen, I'm all about some aesthetics, but when I say I'm dog determined to do things this year, that is blown up on my wall so I can see it every day. And let me tell you what's on it. So first of all, um, the, my book, the, um, I think I have like the audible cover cause it's square. And, um, and so if you haven't read my book, if you are a listener, I made the audible for you because you're used to listening to me. So you can find the book on audible, but I have that up there to the kind of as that homecoming to just remind me, we are focused on the bombshell brand. That's not to say that we're not going to work with co-ed audiences, or I'm not going to go into these companies that, you know, need my help with their employee, uh, branding. I'm not saying that's not going to happen, 
that's just not what the core focus is going to be. Next to that, I have a picture of my kids because they might be adults, but let me tell you what, they still need their mama. And it is very important to me that I nurture those relationships and that that is, that is a priority. Um, I have a picture of a beach because that is a very important, um, place for me to recharge. And so I won't get too deep into that, but it's personal to me. Um, then I also have, um, a picture of all of the women at the, um, Invincible Woman Leadership Retreat that Deb Vega and I did in April of this year. The energy in that room was transformative. People, every single person, me and Deb included, left a different human being. Okay. We left a completely different human being than we got there. And that is the type of experience I want to have every time we do anything. Um, we had a very similar experience. If you go back a couple episodes and I talk about why every why we need women's conferences, and I talked about the uh, vacation rental women's summit that VRM Intel, um, led by founded by, um, Amy high note. It, it was that same kind of energy, that same, just like unmistakable, remarkable. Everybody was talking about it. Like you can't explain it. There are no words for it, but the transformation that happened was intense. And that is what I want. So that's on my vision board as a reminder of that feeling of that experience. I have a picture of my team on there because I want this business to transform the lives of my team members, both uh, both inclusive of spiritually, mentally, financially, like I want this business to be a vessel, not just for my own, um, wealth. And when I say wealth, I mean like wisdom and, and money and all the things and happiness and joy. Like I want my team to experience that too. I want to share that with them. So just reminding myself it's, it's you know, I never forget about my team, just to be clear, <laughs> but just remind me every day, like, this is what we're doing. We're all doing this together. And, um, and then I have a picture of a house that is a house that I think would be maybe not this year, maybe the next year. I don't know, but that's kind of the style that I'm wanting. And whether I build that on my 10 and a half acres here or somewhere else, I don't know, but just kind of keeping that, like, this is the environment that I want to live in because environments are very important to me. And then I have the numbers one, one, one. Um, so one eleven or even eleven eleven. if you look that up in terms of numerology or um, angel numbers or whatever, that's, um, it's important to me. I see it all the time. I see one, 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 multiple times a day, every single day. And, um, when you see one, 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 it, it, it means that you're likely to attract abundance and prosperity into your life. And, um, and it's, it's because it's the sign of awakening or enlightenment. So, um, it's connecting with your light and your power so that you can be an inspiration for others. So if you don't believe in that kind of stuff, cool. You don't have to believe it, but it's remarkable how much I've seen that number. So I just wanted to keep that front and center. So that's what is on my vision board. And these are all pictures. You could have a picture. I've had pictures of like a pool with a, with a spa, with a, a waterfall over it. And guess what? Had one in my backyard up until June when I moved and sold that house. So there, it could be everything from just practical things that might bring you joy to more intrinsic things. Um, then, so we want to pick our word of the year. Number two, pick your mantra for the year. Number three, pick your song of the year. And I highly recommend you get one that either gets you hype or moves you to tears like you just saw me do or heard me do. Then number four, you want to create your vision board. And then number five, you could have the visions, but you really need to put some goals behind those, right? So we have goals. Um, the way that I recommend doing goals in a business specifically, and you know, again, you can go to 
amberhurdle.com forward slash goals. You get glamour goals. We have it on sale for, for $39 instead of $99. That's the end of that sales pitch. If you want it, great. If not, whatever, but set goals. Okay. And I always want you to think about it in terms of, I want a happy team. I want happy customers and I want a happy bank account. So for, for me and Amber Hurdle Consulting, we, um, the team goals are really about systems and communication. It's about streamlining our systems. Remember, simplify to amplify. I want to make sure that they have the ability to have repeatable methods of finding success where there's just not a lot of chaos. Like back in the day, we used to have that. And then COVID happened. It was like, ah, let's fly by the seat of our pants for like two freaking years. We have processes in place for so many things, but like, again, simplify to amplify. Let's only have these processes because these are the things that we're focused on. And then communication, the team has grown. There's a bunch of us now. And so that's a whole different new thing. Now I used to manage all kinds of people, but that's a new thing as I'm really having to dig deep and, and keep everything flowing and going and everything. And then also make sure that everybody on the team understands where we're going, what we're doing, what the priorities are. So that those are the team goals. Again, I'm not going to give you the exact specifics. I'm kind of going high level. I want you to be very specific. And that's why I outline things like that in, in my Glamour Goals program. Um, for customers, again, Simplify to Amplify is streamlining our offerings and getting focused per the deep dive study that Full Cycle Marketing, which is the marketing company we worked with, they interviewed many of you. There was a survey that went out. They literally got verbatim quotes from you that helped us understand what is it that you need from us? What is it that you appreciate that we've already provided? How can we better serve you? So using that document, it's like 30 something pages to ensure that we are hitting the mark with our customers. And then in the bank account, where the financial side of things is really about, okay, if we're going to simplify to amplify, then we're going to do these things to grow the income in the business so that not only, you know, am I having abundance, but I'm getting to share that with my team. And, um, and then also um, I joked about this on the, uh, <laughs> I guess the simplify to amplify part, maybe. Is that when I talked about it? Yeah. So I'm grounded. I'm grounded from buying new tools. <laughs> no, that was last episode. I just record these back to back. Last episode, I talked about the things that you need, the tools that you need to get rid of and that sort of thing. Um, I'm grounded from buying new tech tools because I'm an addict. Okay. I am such a geek. I definitely am. Um, Jane Jetson, or, or I teach Wilma Flintstone how to do business in a Jane Jetson world. So I like to be an early adopter. I like to do things like that and try new things, but we have had so much change and trying new things and working out like what's going to work for this new business model and exactly how are we going to get there? We're done with that. Okay. So um, really on the financial side of things about growing the income in a smart way with a smart business model in a sustainable way that taps into my unique gifts where I'm operating in my zone of genius and not in my zone of competence. And that way it gives me more bandwidth so that we can grow those things a lot faster and more effectively. And it's about reducing the expenses, which I'm, I'm pretty good about like knocking things out. I'm pretty good about getting in there and knocking out any expenses, but because I'm always adding two for everything I take away, I'm usually adding two because I like new tech. So really working on that um, and I know that my CPA over at Miles at NIP is um, probably going like, ah. <laughs> so just to recap, 
Last week, we talked about the five things you need to leave behind in 2021. We're, we were ramping up for Christmas, thinking about, you know, before Santa comes, we got to clean out this toy box to make room for these new toys that are going to make us much happier. And now that we're in the final week of the year, my challenge to you is to establish five things, picking your word of the year, picking your mantra of the year, picking your song of the year, creating a vision more board and creating, setting those goals. If you do those five things and those are your rudder, that is this, this list of things, this, this collection of intention, if you will, people are like, Oh, Amber, you're so intentional. Well, I'm showing you how to do it here. Okay. Be intentional. This is your life. Nobody's going to tell you how to do it right for you, except for you. Okay. If it's your business, if it's your business unit within a business that you work for, you're, you're in charge. You're the conductor of your own orchestra. You are the captain of your own ship. When you are a bombshell and you stand in that personal power, this is what you get to do. This is what you get to do. It's not what you have to do. It's what you get to do. So I want you to come up with these five things. Again, if not all five or four, you come up with the things that speak to you that you know that you will use to drive 2022 towards who you want to become and what you want to accomplish. And if you want to share any of those things with me, hit me up at amber at amberhurl.com. Let me know. And um, just to give you a heads up, we are going to be opening up the Bombshell Business Bootcamp. It is not a course. There will be limited seats because what happens in this is it's live coaching. You're coming with your goals. You're going to go through this process, not necessarily this exact process, but you're going to determine what is most important for me to get done in this eight weeks so that I know I'm moving forward towards the bombshell that I want to be as a human being, as a business owner, as a leader in a business unit, in a larger company, whatever that looks like for you, there's accountability built in. Like we are going to hold you to the fire. You're going to have complete and total access to me. If you can't afford to put an executive on your team to be a thought partner, guess what, sister, I'm going to sit on your bench and I will be up in your grill. You can ask any alumni how deep in it I get with you, how deep my team gets in it with you. We're going to do that. Um, there will be some motivation and whatnot, but it is basically going to be eight weeks of me kicking your butt with all the love, with that velvet machete, with that compassion, right? We want to have that balance of accountability and also um, love and reminding you of who you are. And on top of it, you get the think tank of other women who are just like you. So you can go and check it out. Amber at uh, giving me my email address, amberhurl.com forward slash bombshell business bootcamp. Um, and, and you can check that out. If you attended the women's conference in new Orleans, the vacation rental, you actually have a special little code. So if you don't have that, if you did not see that email come through, please email me amber at amberhurdle.com. And, um, I would love to have you in that group. Um, that's not what this is about. Listen, you do not need me. I would love to be there for you, but you do not need me to be successful. You have everything inside of you that you could possibly ever need to move towards the life that you want. If you want to take a shortcut, if you want to shorten the learning curve, if you just want the help, the support, the camaraderie, new friends, new professional peers, if you want to uplevel your network, if you want to get into my world in a more intimate way, if you want to borrow my power sometimes, then yeah, absolutely sign up for the boot camp. It's very affordable and, and I'm with you for eight weeks, but I, I want to make it clear. And I don't know how many coaches say this when they're going through a launch, but listen, I'm, I'm capping at 30 people. So every listener can't do this anyways. 
be clear. Y'all, do you know how many women spent $14.99 on this book? Went back to episode 00, listened to every single episode, read this book cover to cover, downloaded the free workbook that came with it, downloaded all of the, the bonuses like the, um, um, the affirmations and all the things that came with the bonuses. And that's all they did. They, the maximum investment of this was their time and $14 and 99 cents and the transformation that these businesses experienced and these women experienced were ridiculous. I mean, I just sob reading these messages and these letters that come to my office. You don't need me. I, I, you can listen to the podcast for free. You can buy this book for 1499, but if you want to go deeper, then you can, you can, be in the boot camp and, and I'll hold your hand through it. And so will my team. So that is that. Um, give me a holler. Give me a shout. Can you tell them Southern? Give me a holler. <laughs> Amber, Amberhurl.com. Tell me what you're going to establish to make sure you are going to have a rock in 2022. And bombshell, I wish you just the happiest of new years. I love you so much. Thank you for the privilege of walking alongside you this year. I cannot wait to kick off the next year with you. Love you to pieces. See you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Bombshell Business Podcast. Visit AmberHurdle.com for more resources like show notes and check out the BombshellBusinessWoman.com to grab my book and download the free bonuses.